Welcome to the Retirement Planning Guy podcast, a show designed to help retirees and pre-retirees live an awesome retirement. Your host is Jim Martin, financial advisor and author of The Retirement Playbook. Jim discusses ideas, strategies, and techniques to help you live your ideal retirement. So sit back, turn the volume up, and enjoy the show, because we begin right now. You're fired. People are hearing that more today than they ever have in our history. As COVID-19 and the pandemic races across the country, companies are evaluating their payrolls, they're evaluating their employees, and they are laying folks off at an unprecedented level. Furloughs and layoffs are in the news constantly, and chances are you or someone you know has probably been impacted by this. So today's show is all about the steps you can take to make sure you're on solid financial footing if you're laid off, if you're furloughed, or if you're at the risk of being so. So we're gonna talk about you today because we know this is a really, really important issue. But before we get started, some words from our attorneys. These are the disclosures. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is for education only, informational purposes only. We're just here to give you good information. And while we take every step and spend time and energy to make sure everything we say is correct, mistakes can happen. So before you take any steps, any actions, or any thing that we have to say on the show and take action on, make sure you consult with a CPA, an attorney, or qualified financial advisor. Look, you don't have to have been watching the news to know that it's tough out there. It's really tough for the American worker right now, as tough as it's ever been. People have taken pay cuts, they've been working from home, they've been laid off, and they've been furloughed. And when that happens, it can really cause some problems in somebody's retirement planning. Think about this. If you would plan to retire at 64, and at 62 you get the tap on the shoulder, and you get a little package that pays you for three months or six months, and they say, see you later, you might not be ready. Your plan might not have enough money in it. You might not have enough time to get to Social Security. You're not close to Medicaid yet. So there's a lot of a lot of really big, meaty questions and ideas that we have to go through and think about when this happens. So we're going to just dive right in and talk about this just to make sure if you're in that situation, you have a plan. Because remember, our whole point of the show, the entire point, is for you to plan well and retire awesome. That's the goal. And when somebody else tells you, hey, you know what? I know you've planned well, but we want you to kind of accelerate your plans. And, uh, you know, thanks for the last 30 or 40 years. But, uh, you know, the business has changed and we just don't need you anymore. It can be a kick in the teeth for folks. It can be a really traumatic experience. And the goal around this today is to make sure that that occurrence is as least impactful as possible, although it's going to be traumatic. So let's just jump right in. So first thing I want you to do is just take a deep breath. If this has happened to you, happened to a friend, happened to your husband, your wife, take a deep breath, guys. It's not the end of the world. I know it's traumatic. I have personally been laid off before. I know it's a big deal. You know, for me, I remember this just like it's yesterday. I just completely remember this. I worked for a bank. It was SunTrust Bank, and now it's... um. 
I think they're calling it Truist today. So, uh, you know, BB&T bought SunTrust and they changed the name. And I was, uh, I can't remember my exact title, but senior market executive or senior, senior something there. I moved my family, my well, my pregnant wife. I moved my pregnant wife from uh, Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina to Richmond, Virginia for this new career. I was there about three months. We found a house. We bought the house. Child was born. And then the financial crisis was fast upon us. And I remember my boss, she had told me multiple times, you're going to be okay. You're going to be the last person we lay off. You do a great job. You work hard. We love you, Jim. We want you to stay here for your career. And I was happy to hear that until it got to the point where HR got to make the decision. And human resources is, you know, they don't care. They just look at the the data, how old I was. And I was pretty young at the, that point and how long I'd been in the position. And I hadn't been in the position very long. And then lastly, how much I made. And I was probably way overpaid because I like to negotiate. And uh, I got the tap on the shoulder. I remember sitting down in my boss's office and she said, Jim, uh, we're going to lay you off. And I was flabbergasted, shocked. It, it was a, it, it really um, emotionally, it made me feel like a failure. And as a professional, it just made me feel like I had not done enough. And all of that time I'd given to that company and I'd given time. I mean, I worked 60, 70 hours a week to, to get promotions and to getting pay increases and just to do a good job. And, you know, I felt like none of that was rewarded. I mean, when we work that hard, we're working for the future. We're not just working for today. So when you're, this is the thing, you know, they fairly compensated me, but I wasn't an hourly employee. I was salary. I mean, I worked on Saturdays and Friday nights. So it was really challenged. So if this is you, you probably feel this way. You've worked really hard for a number of years. And I would just encourage you to take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. It worked out for me. You know, like, like life happened and I landed on my feet and it worked out. But I was younger too. You know, if you're 62 years old, you might say to yourself, I don't have the time you had, Jim. You know, who's going to hire a 62-year-old? You don't have to think about that yet. I just want you to take a deep breath and realize that if you've done some planning, things are going to be okay. The first thing you're going to want to do is take a stock of where you're at. Okay, so financially, you're going to want to do a financial inventory. You're going to want to really understand the severance package. So before you sign anything, make sure you understand the severance package. I'm not telling you not to sign it. Just make sure you understand it. Consult with an attorney if you need to. They're all pretty standard that just says, hey, we're going to give you some money and you're not going to sue us for age discrimination. That's what I'm guessing they say. Again, I'm not an attorney, so don't take that uh, lock, stock, and barrel. But take stock of where you're at. That's really, really important. You want to take a look at your, your finances. You know, do you have an emergency fund established? Do you have investments? Do you have a 401k? Do you have a pension? How does this impact that? Take stock of where you're at. Because what you might find, you might find you've done such a good job saving, and you might find that you've done such a good job of planning and keeping your expenses low that you were just working because that's kind of what you've always done. And you might take a really good stock of where you're at and realize, hey, Maybe I can retire. This is pretty cool. And they're going to pay me for six months to go sit at the beach. This is awesome. So everybody's different. There's going to be people who are the exact opposite of that, right? Like all of a sudden, they're going to take a look and say, oh my gosh, I really needed those two more years. I really needed to be able to save into the 401k. I needed to get as close to 65 as possible to get Medicare. I really needed those days. But you're not going to know that. You're not going to know that until you take stock of where you're at. Really take a hard look. Really take a hard look because that's going to give you 
It's going to give you the choices. It's going to give you the path. Because what we want to do is choose our own adventure. I read these books when I was a kid. They were called Choose Your Own Adventure. You'd get to the end of the page, and it would tell you, like, hey, do you want to go into the into the pit and fight the monster? Or do you want to save the princess? Or do you want to, you know, I don't know, go sailing? And based upon what you would choose, you'd go to a different page, and it would give you a different storyline. What That's what we're talking about here. Once you get stock of where you're at, we want to choose your adventure. If you have enough money to retire and you can retire well, you might decide to do that and have gotten out a little early. So this might have been a godsend. But when you take this appraisal, you might also realize, ooh, maybe I'm not ready yet. Now, if you fully retire, because this is the next thing people have to ask themselves, hey, am I going to go back to work somewhere or am I just going to hang it up? Am I just going to just put it up? So if you kind of are leaning one way or the other, here are some things to think about. First off, financially. Look, you're going to need to run this through some financial planning software or get a calculator out just to make sure you have enough money. Don't make a decision because you're upset or because you think you're old or because you think you're ready to retire. Take a really deep breath. Look financially and make sure that you, if you decide to hang it up and stop working and move into retirement, that you're ready. The worst thing you can do is retire at 62 and run out of money by 82. We do not want to do that. I work with people all the time, and that's one of the big concerns is, hey, Jim, I, I just don't want to run out of money in retirement. So don't let the emotion of the moment make you make a decision or help you make a decision that's going to put you on a trajectory where you're not going to be able to live your retirement dreams, and it's going to have an impact for you long, long in the future. So we just have to be really careful there because, again, the other thing we have to ask ourselves, are you emotionally ready to retire? Look, some people, they love work. Like, work is who they are. They like that because they, they like the social element. They like the, They like what they do. They're not ready to retire. They're not ready to just transition into whatever is next. Maybe you don't have a lot of hobbies or your friends are at work or your passion is at work. So you have to really really understand if retirement is right for you. Because look, retirement, retirement's a transition. I mean, think about this. If you go to work and you've been working for a long time, you know, I met with, I met with some clients, you know, my real job, I'm a financial advisor. So just a couple days ago, I met with a, with a couple and he'd been doing this for 42 years. He, he started at 20 at the company he's at. He's 62 now. And do you think a little bit of a, his identity is built into that company? Well, you better believe it. I mean, you know, if you spend 40 plus years doing anything, that's sort of who you become. And we all know people. We know people who are, who are baseball players or they're, they're runners or they're bikers or they're beekeepers or any of these things. And this guy, he, you know, he, he worked at a steel company and that, that's his job. That's his life. So for you... I would just encourage you to just really think about this. And are you emotionally ready to give that up? Because a lot of people aren't. After we figured out financially and emotionally are we ready, here's the next thing. You professionally, are you ready? You might still have some things you want to accomplish. Just because you're 62 or 60 or 58 or even 68, it doesn't mean that professionally there's not some things you want to cross off the list, some things you want to achieve in your professional life. So just because you've hit a certain age, that doesn't mean you're ready to retire. That doesn't mean that at all. You can still be ready to go. So I really want to make sure that professionally, that if you're going to retire, you don't feel like you've left something on the table. Now, this is going to be, the professional thing is a little bit more for maybe white-collar workers than blue-collar workers. Look, if I've never worked at a, at a factory, so I'm not here to tell you that one profession's hard or not, 
But I can just imagine if I worked, you know, on on the line at, at, at a plant, I have to imagine like just that repetition over and over and over again of doing something, standing on my feet with wearing earplugs and all day long. I'm going to imagine that from from an emotional or professional setting, I'm just ready. Like th- there's nobility in that work. You worked hard, you built something, you did something awesome, but boy, your body might be telling you it's time to go. So just know that depending upon your career track, you might be in different places. A lot of, you know, a lot of physicians, you know, most physicians don't retire at 45 or 50 and that's, well, obviously they got to pay off their student loans, right? But, but they also don't retire because it's a passion for them. It's not just the job. So I think that's what I'm more talking about is, you know, I, I know a mechanic and this guy's like 70 years old and and has as much wealth as anybody else I've met before in my life. He's a great saver and a good guy, but he's never going to retire just because his passion is fixing vehicles. That's just what he likes to do. He gets a satisfaction from it. He likes to problem solve. He's a real smart guy. So being a mechanic allows him to do that. Whereas other times people I meet, they're just ready to transition into whatever's next. So I would just encourage you if you're in that situation, to think about that professionally. So once you've figured out if you're going to fully retire and you've checked off the box that, hey, I can financially do it. I emotionally want to and professionally I've done it. I've, I've worked for 30 years and I've done, I've done what I need to do. Now it's time to work on me and my family. Go for it. I don't think there's any reason not to not to, to move to the next step. Now, remember, you're going to have to make some big decisions if you decide you're going to retire. And your big decisions come in first off is how do you recreate the income? You know, that's always the challenge for everybody, whether you're going to be furloughed or you were laid off or you just resigned is, hey, I've been getting a paycheck for the last 20 or 30 years and now I've got to create that on my own. So you're going to have to make a decision on your 401k, on your IRAs, on your pension, on your social security. And these are really big weighty decisions. I mean, really big weighty decisions. So you need to make sure that when you do that, that you're going to be able to create an income stream that will help replace that income you have lost from being laid off. And you can do that on your own, or you can hire out an advisor to do that as well. And just make, you know, listen to our previous episode if you want to learn how to select an advisor. But figuring that out can be really critical. So I think this is episode nine. So listen to episode eight. And episode eight kind of walks you through the process on how to hire an advisor. But ultimately, if you're not going to hire an advisor and you're going to do it on your own, just make sure the math is right. You know, really make sure the math is right. So your things you want to get in order, you obviously want to get your investment accounts in order, but your your healthcare is going to be a big issue as well. Because if you're laid off, you can probably go on to COBRA or you have some company benefits for a period of time. But your big concern is what happens. Let's imagine you're 62 and COBRA runs out and all your health benefits run out at 63 and a half. Well, you still have a year and a half where you're going to have to address health care somehow, some way. You certainly don't want to go without it. You know, you're going to definitely need it. And trying to figure out how to address that, that's the hard part. So know that you have the Affordable Health Care Act, or maybe you can purchase into your company, but really, really get your arms around what that cost will be so it doesn't surprise you in the future because healthcare costs can be obviously super expensive. So it's one of these things that are mission critical. We really want to do it. Here's the other idea. 
So let's imagine you went through this iteration and you say to yourself, hey, I want to retire, but financially I don't, I can't do it. Emotionally and professionally I'm done, but financially I can't do it. What are my choices? Because it's really hard to find a job. Well, you might be able to do what I like to refer to as a hybrid retirement. And I don't know why I call it a hybrid retirement other than the fact that you're sort of semi-retired. I I hate the word semi-retired because nobody really does that. But let's imagine you've went through the process and you know, you're 62 and you just need health insurance and you need a little money, well, why not find a job that does that? Whether that's Lowe's or Home Depot or maybe you can consult or do something something that creates some income, it might be a good option for you. And we're not talking about a part-time job in and through retirement. We're talking about a part-time job or a hybrid kind of job that lowers your stress, puts you in a position, maybe you can make a little bit more money less money than you were making before, but more money on top of what your social security and everything else would be to help push you over the top. We call it gap money because this is the real issue. Let's imagine you're 62, you're laid off, um, you're paid for a year, and at 63, the income runs out. But it doesn't make sense to turn your social security on until you're 65. I'm just throwing numbers out. Well, what we have to do is create gap money. Gap money is what fills that gap between 63 and 65 in order to pay your bills. And gap money is one of these things. We can pull it from your investments. We can pull it from your checking or savings accounts. But once you spend it, it's gone, right? Like once that money is deployed and you've spent it on food or you've put it on the house or whatever else, you know, it's really hard to get those dollars back. So a hybrid retirement where, hey, I'm going to work three days a week and I'm going to have the other, you know, the other days of the week off, that might really work for a lot of people. I, you know, for for me, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I work five days a week, but maybe as I get older, maybe I only want to work four days a week. Uh, you might find that too, and you might find that extra day or an extra day or two create this environment where you feel very relaxed going to work because you know it's only for you know three or four days during the week. So think about a hybrid retirement as it relates to your your plan. The fact is, though, you're going to have some really big decisions if you're laid off. You're almost always going to take the severance package, at least that's what I see. And then you're going to have to really make a determination based upon where you're at if you have enough. But don't make this just from the, you know, shooting from the hip. Really take a look at all of these areas. And I'll read them again because I I, I just think they're really important, especially with how many people are facing this right now. I want you to take a breath. Take a deep breath. Take a couple days. Think about you. What do you want? What's important to you? I know you didn't choose this. You didn't cause it either. Nobody, nobody's caused COVID-19 just to show up here. You didn't cause it. It's been forced upon you. And now you have to make some decisions. You have to take stock of where you're at. Add up everything. Figure out your budget. Really get a clear understanding of financially what you need and financially where you're at. And then figure out if you're ready to retire. Look, if you're ready to retire... Awesome. There's three steps you need to go through. If you're not ready to retire, just start job searching, right? Like that's an easy solution. Just start looking for a job. Now you're going to have to figure out what to do your 401k and your pension, and you can roll that into an IRA or into the next plan. But that's a secondary concern. The biggest concern if you decide you want to keep working is to find another job. But let's imagine, you know what? I'm really ready to retire, but I'm not sure if I'm ready. You know, Take a look at your finances. Then take a look emotionally. Are you really are you really prepared to? Or are you just mad because you're laid off? And then professionally, you know, are, do you have some things you want to accomplish yet? And then once you're all done with that, 
If you can't afford it financially, or even if you can, consider maybe a hybrid retirement where you're just working a little bit of part-time, not forever, but just to help slow down the draw rate of your investments. We want to slow down how much money we pull out of our investments to ensure they last forever. Those are the steps you're going to need to go through if you're laid off or furloughed, just to make sure you're on the right financial footing. Now, one of the things that might help you is at our website, retirementplanningguide.com, we have this webinar called our Financial Freedom Webinar. And this will really help you take all of this, all of this information and put some context around it. So it's free. There's no cost to do it, but you can go out and sign up for the Financial Freedom Roadmap Webinar. And it's about 20 to 25 minutes long. So it's not really long, but it'll kind of give you a taste of what you need to really think about. So it gets very specific with some examples. Go ahead and do that. You can visit our website at retirementplanningguide.com. Look, folks, if you like the show. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you share it with friends. Make sure you forward it to somebody you think would benefit from it. But more than anything, if you're laid off, if you're furloughed, we're thinking about you. I know it's tough out there, but it's going to get better. I've been there before. It's hard. It's really hard. But things happen for a reason. I'm completely, I completely buy into that. It's going to get better. And remember, ultimately, what you really want to do here, guys, is plan well and retire awesome. My name is Jim Martin. I'm the Retirement Planning Guy, and we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you joining us today for this episode of the Retirement Planning Guy podcast. Be sure to visit retirementplanningguy.com to access additional information, including our free retirement planning kit to help you live an awesome retirement. Take the first step to living the life you've always imagined with the Retirement Planning Guy. Opinions voiced in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives. Information provided is not intended as tax or legal advice. You are encouraged to seek tax or legal advice from an independent professional. We are not affiliated with Social Security or any governmental agency. New River Financial Group LLC is a registered investment advisor offering advisory services in the state of Virginia and other jurisdictions where exempted. New River Financial Group LLC doing business as Martin Wealth Solutions. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining value.